And we're back. Thank you to everyone who listens to our podcast. We appreciate it very, very much. All three of you. <laughs> I think there's a few big, more than me that. And you. <laughs> we might. I got a Snapchat from Rory Barfus the other day. Uh, he was listening to it in his work truck. So. Oh, really? Appreciate oh. that. Yeah. Thank you, Rory. The word's getting out a little bit, I guess. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, I was going to mention this at the start this time. Um, follow us on Twitter, at TripsRightPod. That's the best place to get all the info, to provide feedback, your own takes, whatever you want. That's the best place to do it. To be at us. Say whatever you want. We don't Unless get... it's bad about the Patriots or the Steelers. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, you can say something bad about the Steelers. <laughs> we will filter all of that bad stuff out against our teams. But, every, but everything else is free game. <laughs> okay. So we're on, we're on to our next division here. We're going to finish up the AFC with the AFC South. So I think... Where do you want to go first? Uh, let's start with the Titans, I think. All right. Because they're kind of the team that, like, I guess before we start, this this division is s- sneaky good. Maybe not sneaky, yeah. but they're good because every team's been a playoff team in the last two years. And I think there's an argument for every team to win the division. Yeah. And so I think the Titans are the one, I think, with the most weaknesses, and that's, I guess, why we'll start there. <laughs> Yeah, in my and mind. even and even maybe it's not that they're weak, but it's just that maybe the other teams are just so much stronger. Yeah, um, right. Like, namely, like Jacksonville's defense, or um, potentially like the Texans' offense, and then the Colts' offense and their defense. Like it just mm-hmm. feels like Titans are a good team, and maybe in some other divisions they would uh, have an easier road to winning a division. But yeah, this division is going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah, so, that's for sure. Um. So yeah, the Titans. Um, a couple key additions that I noticed that I wrote down. Um, they added Adam Humphreys, the receiver. He played for Tampa last year. The new Julian Edelman had a pretty decent season. Um, getting more weapons for Mariota because he needs all the help he can get. Um, they added Cameron Wake, who's. He's still a pretty effective player, but he's 37 years old. Like, he's he's old. Past his prime. Um, and they kind of had to add him because they also lost um, a couple linebackers. Brian Arakpo retired and Derek Morgan uh, left. So, anyway, that was kind of like they needed a linebacker. And then they traded for Ryan Tannehill. Which, I don't know. I guess if Mario does not... 100% Tannehill can fill in, but I always feel like Tannehill's not 100%. So yeah. maybe if one can be 50% for 50% of the season and the other one can be 50% for the second half, maybe and, they can yeah. cover their quarterback. You've watched a lot more Tannehill than me. Would you say, like, would you say he's better than Mariota, like, passing the football or, or maybe not even that? I think. I think it's close. Okay. I really don't think he's that much better. That's and that's fair. why when they signed him, I was kind of like, I think, I think Mariota is probably a little quicker. Like he's maybe more mobile, but not even that. I think 
Because right. Tannehill is actually pretty, pretty mobile. But obviously, I think Mario is the starter. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But with, he, the, but with yeah. his health health issues, Tannehill might be a decent backup. Oh, it's but definitely what, a good backup. Yeah, to have for Mariota yeah. if he gets hurt. I I agree. But one one thing I wanted to comment on was the Adam Humphreys addition is. Mm-hmm. I feel like they haven't had the greatest wide receiving um, group there. So right. um, we'll talk about A.J. Brown in a minute here, who they added to the draft. But I think Humphreys just provides a nice security blanket. He kind of has that, like, um, what was I read something here. Let me just look at it real quick. He said he, w- he ranks second with a catch rate of 72.9%. Hmm. And it says that his numbers are st- steadily improving throughout his NFL career. So... Yeah. Like he, I think he's, I think there'll be a good weapon for him. Well, yeah. So, getting, yeah. Like I said, surrounding Mariota with guys that can make some plays. Like Corey Davis kind of came on last year a little bit. And like I said, we're going to talk about AJ Brown and Humphreys. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. And that, his percentage rate was based off of it said of 48 receivers who had, who have been targeted at least 150 times in the last two seasons. Gotcha. That's where they're getting that percentage from. But still, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing. Oh, one thing I was going to mention. We talked about uh, we talked about Jameis Winston uh, before, but I think Mariota's kind of in the same spot. Um, he's obviously the clear starter there, but this mm-hmm. is um, this is this is the last year I think of his uh, rookie deal, um, or or maybe it's the year before the option. I can't remember, but. It just kind of seems like a year where it's like maybe the Titans will decide if they kind of have to decide if they want to pay him for the future or not. So right, it's kind of another big year. Him and Jameis Winston are kind of in the same situation. Especially with the quarterbacks that are coming up in these next couple drafts. Right. They may really want to invest in one of those other quarterbacks unless Mariota comes on. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, He's a good quarterback. He catches his own passes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like oh, yeah. Donovan McNabb did that one time too, but that was a long time I don't think ago. I've seen that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look that up. I don't think yeah. I've seen that. So yeah, that was the additions and subtractions. I don't know if there was any other notable players. I think those know. are the ones mainly okay. we'd want to hit on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in the draft. So, their first round pick was Jeffrey Simmons, the defensive tackle from Mississippi State. Now, this was the controversial pick of the first round in the fact that there is a video of him in high school punching a woman repeatedly who apparently had some beef with his sister or something they were they hated each other anyway right um so and he also tore his acl in february um so he might not even play this next year i i was reading Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's what I've heard too. Mm-hmm. I've also heard though that like that those character issues that he had in the past, like he's never had like any other issues since. Right. And he's yeah. like kind of gone out of his way to like really like I don't know clean up his act and yeah be kind of a better player off the field. Yeah, that yeah that's what they said on the um, on the draft broadcast. Trey Wingo was talking about it, um, but yeah, I mean. It was it was when he was pretty young, but at the same time, um, 
can't mess around with stuff like that. So yeah, hopefully he really has changed. Hopefully that. Those but are, what they say too true. is, he was a. What many people thought was he was a top five talent in the draft. Right, I saw that. So. For where they got him. In the late teens, I think they picked. Yeah. Man, that's a. Uh, if it works out, that's going to be a. Could be the steal of the draft. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He was definitely projected as a top talent for sure, and then the injuries and yeah, that video kind of dropped him down. So, um, yeah, and then their next pick of note, AJ Brown. Um, what I had kind of read about him and um, is that he played in the slot, but he can make plays downfield, and he's a very good route runner. So, if he can get open, that's what Mariota needs: is guys who are. I mean, that's what any quarterback needs, but especially a guy like Marcus Mariota, who's not known as a great passer of the football. So, yeah. yeah, and I've seen people even say that he could be the best receiver from this draft. So, Yeah, one of the things I saw on him, they, they referred to him as like a slot bully. With uh, He had a rare combination of brawn and quickness, okay. which allowed him to separate with both power and foot quickness. And uh, actually... Uh, that was from NFL.com, and they uh, they also like had some like um, pro player comparison for him, and it was uh, Juju. Oh, sweet! So, and we all know how great Juju. I is. like that. And actually, I was going to share this too. Uh, the the pro player comp they had for Jeffrey Simmons was uh, Sue, Ndamukong oh. Sue. So, and Ndamukong Sue is good. Yeah. So sweet. I don't know those those are like the two guys I think that the Titans added that are the most significant as of right now and hopefully and i really do think brown will be good i think as long as the quarterback situation is figured out Mm -hmm. like there were there were talks that aj brown was one of like the best receiver in the draft i heard like people make that argument yeah me too so and they were able to get him in the second round so that's that, that could also be a great steal for them so i think the titans did a pretty good job hitting those two picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should. Like I said, this division is going to be interesting because all these teams are talented. So, Yeah. Um, so And really, like we said, like this division is going to be good. And, and honestly, I could see the Titans winning this division. But of the four teams, I feel like they they have the most in their way, especially yeah. kind of that quarterback health position. Um, I think their defense is still trying to figure it out. So... But I think Mike Vrabel has – I think he's got him in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. So, yeah, that's all I had on the Titans. Anything else you wanted to – No, I think that's good for Tennessee. Okay. Um, you want to do the Jags next? Saxonville. Duval. That's, that's the most annoying hashtag. Duval County. So proud of your county. Anyway. Jalen Ramsey is like the perfect player for that team though, hey? Yep. And like that fan base. Right. It's kind of annoying. Man. Very okay. annoying. <laughs> so yeah, the Jaguars. Uh, their biggest addition in the offseason. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> Man, I hate that guy. <laughs> Nick oh. Foles. Um, yeah, they gave him a lot of money and like I wasn't sure they would give him a full contract, like, you know, four years or whatever, but that's what they did. 
So, do you think he's going to do anything there? Do you think, like, honestly? You know. Because he showed up for those that playoff run, and in, like, the absence of Wentz, he showed up. But, like, it's a new system, new team, new coach, new offensive coordinator. But, like, he's coming off of his, like, best football lately. So, yeah, my it's one... hard to say that it won't work out for him, but also he's – it's not like he has like big shoes to fill, right? It's Blake Bortles that was there yeah. last, right? So all he has to do is just be better than Blake Bortles, and that's not very hard. And throw it with the hand that you're like most dominant with. <laughs> yeah. So my thing with Foles um, is that the Jags don't have like who do they have at receiver? Name me one of the receivers. Okay, they have Marquise Lee, but he's okay. coming back from an injury. Yes, they have. Uh, Conley, they just got from the Chiefs. Right. That was another name I was going to mention that they added. They got DJ Chark, who they drafted last year, but oh, who okay. is like a solid four-string receiver for his whole career. <laughs> and they just signed Terrell. Yeah, Pryor Terrell today. Pryor. I saw Adam Schefter's tweet today that they were going to sign him. So, but like, I feel like all of those guys are a number three receiver on any other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm just a little worried. Well. Oh, we're missing Didi Westbrook. Ugh. Oh, right. But yeah, he, I mean, I think, but even Didi is what is he in his second year, third year? Yeah, he's still pretty young. But I just think you look at those receiving options and like nothing jumps off the page. No. So that's going to so. be the um, that's going to be the ticket to Foles' success there. I think. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you hit on the other two guys I want to mention, Conley and Pryor, so some help for Nick Foles. I mean, Terrell Pryor did have that one season where he played really well at receiver, so who knows, maybe with Foles he can rekindle something, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Yeah, in terms of guys they lost, um, another receiver lost, Dante Moncrief, but he didn't really do much there anyway. Um, No. And they lost TJ Yeldon out of the backfield, who mm-hmm. was kind of a good, just like a receiving back. Right. But I feel like they're going to get Fournette, uh, I think a more healthy Fournette. I guess like a lot of the like offseason reports I've heard on Fournette are that like he's back and like he's, okay. he, he wants to like, he's, he had a quote where he said something like, I want to lead this team to like to the Super Bowl. Like yeah. I want to be the reason, like, I don't know. I, Basically, what I got from him was he wants to carry the team, right? But he, uh, and if he can stay healthy, like we've seen him be really good. And with Yeldon leaving, he may just kind of take on that extra workload. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on his health, I guess. He hasn't been able to stay healthy for a couple of years, so I want to see more of him doing like the. What did he do to the Mitchell guy, the the DB for the Steelers, where he like. He like waved him oh, on. Oh like, yeah, on, buddy. Like, and then just chucked him. Yeah, yeah. I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of the additions and subtractions. I don't know if you had. No, I. Any others of note? That was really, and like Bortles went to the Rams to be a backup. Should have been a backup on his own team, but. Yeah, so. I guess we could probably move to the draft. Yeah, okay. They got. And this was, and which we've already commented on in previous episodes, but Josh Allen 
the edge rusher falls to him, and he's they had the seventh pick and they got him, and he was a. I don't know. I I saw him projected in like top three in some yeah. stuff, in some mocks I saw. So did I. So an elite talent they're getting in the seventh round, and I I had heard that they wanted to go offensive tackle with their first pick. Yes. But what they were able to do was able to get the elite player that fell to them, and then they were also able to address that needed offensive tackle. Yeah, Jerron Taylor. Yeah. So um, really quick on Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Just um, let me see. Some of the notes I had on him, uh, he was like a true hybrid linebacker with elite physical traits who has the ability to float between coverage and pass rush duties. Um, yeah, so it makes him kind of like a creative defensive uh, weapon. Right. Oh, yeah, I've heard lots of good things about him. And – I guess what I was looking at, they did like the pro, the sorry, the pro player comparison too, and he, uh, they had kind of said he was like Anthony Barr, okay. who was also pretty good. Yeah, defensive player. Yeah, just another good defensive player added to that defense, who kind of took a step back last year, but I mean he'll help. He'll help in any way he can there. Which really sucks because I was really hoping Saxonville would die. Yeah, we didn't need that. Yeah, you're right. We didn't need any of that, but unfortunately, I think they might be back. Yeah, I mean, they uh, they're looking good. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and then we mentioned they added Juwan Taylor, the offensive lineman, in the second round. Which, what I was from what I was reading, people had said that they had mocked this guy to them in the top ten. Originally. Yeah. So like he fell pretty far and was still a pretty good talent that they picked up mm-hmm. in the second round. So um with and that's a, and that was a position of need for them. So yeah. They had a pretty good person yeah. at least first part of the draft there, I th- I would say. Yeah, you're able to grab somebody that falls and you're able to like stack that defense even more and then you're able to address your need in the second round. And they didn't need to worry about quarterback cuz they were able to get Nick Foles. And I, I guess it just kind of like we were talking about with the receivers before. I really think that it kind of like their team will, and and maybe they won't throw the ball very much. Maybe they'll turn into more of a like a power run team with uh, Fournette. Right. Yeah. Or maybe Foles will just go out and like catch touchdowns like he did in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Philly special. Chris yeah. Collinsworth, anytime he gets the chance to men- mention the Philly special. Philly special, I hate that. Film. It looks like the Philly special. <laughs> I know you love that play. <laughs> I hate that. Well, Freaking Eagles fans. <laughs> Foles is no longer there. He'll just now be in the AFC where he can terrorize the Patriots some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all I had for the Jags, so. I don't know if you had any other anything else. No, but just like we kind of commented with the Titans, another team I could see winning this division who has won this division. Yeah. Yeah, Jacksonville won it um, two years ago. Two years ago. So, yeah, like not too long ago. So. It could happen again. But I, I, I do could easily feel see like it. I feel I feel like the next two teams we talk about are better. Yes. And uh, I guess have a higher chance of winning the division this next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that takes us to, I think we'll talk about Houston next, the Texans. 
Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I didn't have a lot of player movement for them. Like, they lost Kareem Jackson. Mm-hmm. We talked about going to the – I think he went to the – was it the Chiefs he went to? No, who did he go to? No, the Broncos. Sorry, the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. And they added Bradley Roby to kind of replace him, who, you know, is a corner that people know. I don't know if he's anything special, but – I think he's he's a good corner. I don't think right. he's a great corner. right. Was he Bradley Roby? Was he on the Broncos? He was at one point, but was he there last year? Maybe he was at the. Oh, I'm thinking Darby was on the Eagles. I don't know where Bradley Roby was before. I know he did play for the Broncos at one point. Let me check here. We'll figure this out. Uh, yeah, he was with Denver last year. So. Okay. Yep. Um, and then. Yeah, that was that was really it. I don't know if you had any. Uh, Additions or subtractions. Different than that. Tyron Matthew. Wasn't he there last year? Oh, duh. Yeah. yeah. So Tyron Matthew Why is, didn't I see we, that on we, any list? We, that's all right. We already talked about him going to the Chiefs, though. Right. Uh, and then I guess they tagged Clowney. Mm-hmm. So he's still there. Um, JJ Watts getting married. So that's great. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, I feel like a guy they're getting back. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else that really left. But a guy that they are getting back, I think, is uh, Deonta Foreman, that oh, running right. back, who um, I think is the second year in the league. But I don't know how much longer you can run with Lamar Miller. So he's a guy I want to see if he can come back from his injury and be productive. And uh, everything coming from like OTAs is like, oh, he's back. He's awesome. Right. But, like, Everybody's back and they're off. Awesome, yeah, your so. classic OTA cliches. <clears throat> so we'll wait and see. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think we'll move to the draft. Yeah. Um, what I was reading What's... about their draft, like people didn't really love what they did. Um, mm. So they're in the first round they took – Titus Howard, who was a offensive tackle from Alabama State. Now, that team needs offensive line help, like, in the worst way. Um, Deshaun Watson got sacked 60-plus times last year or something like that. Yeah, like, 62. That's insane, because if, if you that's think nuts. about it, like, Ben Roethlisberger got sacked, like, I don't I don't remember. If it was between 12 and 15 or something. Like, yeah. think about that difference. <laughs> anyway. That's crazy. Um, but and imagine what Watson could do when he's not being yeah if he's hit protected those sixty plus times he's already like good enough he as it is touchdowns. so imagine if he's protected um so what i what I saw about Titus Howard was that he's very raw, very athletic, but he needs time, and so they were saying it might not have been the best fit because they need someone to start like right away, and uh yeah. I'm not really sure if he can do that so what I saw was. Uh, that the Tex- uh, the Texans were going after Andre Dillard. Oh, right. And then the Eagles came up and sniped him. Yeah, I saw that. So I don't know if Howard was like the next best guy on the board. So they're like, oh, we'll take him. Right. Like, oh, like so we, they like we need off we need a offensive lineman. The one that we wanted is gone. We'll just take what's like on the board. Yeah, maybe he was but, their next best yeah. on the board. One of the things I saw in Howard mentioned 
that he's a gifted athlete. He has rare quickness and fluidity as both a run and pass uh, blocker. So, mm-hmm. but like a lot of the other stuff too is like he's got potential. He's raw. Like he's gonna have to develop. He's gonna need some time. So, um, yeah. I but I think what they did was because then they would they drafted another tackle in the the second round. So I really felt like they took this opportunity in the draft to maybe invest in protecting yeah their franchise player that makes sense yeah yeah i read about the other guy they took max sharping um was kind of the same thing he just needs some time to maybe develop into um yeah what they want him to be but that's that's two good young uh tackles that can yeah develop and can be, be there long term and... with mm-hmm. with watson uh, they they got another guy in the second round. Yeah. Uh, they got defensive back. What's his name? Lonnie Johns. Lonnie Johnson. Is it Johnson? I got Johnson. Okay. Out of Kentucky. And um, let's see. What I saw for him was that he has a lot of tools, but his tape wasn't great. Yeah. I saw, like, he lacks consistency. Yeah. So... I don't know. Maybe that's just again. Maybe they took a guy that they're going to have to develop, and that maybe has the potential to mm-hmm. become a key piece on that defense. But maybe it just needs some time. Um, but you know, losing Tyron Matthew, Kareem Jackson, it's probably a position that they needed to address as well. Like you said with the Texans, I mean, they, the Texans won the division last year, right? They did. Uh, Colts. I'm no. I'm fairly certain the Colts were a wild card team. Were they the wild card I think team? the Colts were the sixth seed. Oh, and they beat the Texans? Because they played the Titans in the last week to get in, right? Wasn't that – am I am I, I, am I remembering I wrong? Remember. I should look this up here. I'm fairly certain like it was Titans and Colts week 17. Let me I, see. Something like that. Um, yeah, we'll bring it up here on the Google machine. Just taking a look here, and okay, where are we? Yes, they played the Titans, and I think yeah, six if seed. I recall the winner of that was going to be the sixth seed. So yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, the Texans could very well do that again, but I could also see them bombing yeah. out. Like I mean, yeah, especially if you know? Watson doesn't come back, or yeah. like, well, I guess he is has come back, but if he does have some sort of injury or if that offensive line still struggles and they're giving up another year of 60 something sacks, that's a that quarterback's probably going to get hurt. I would say that's if that keeps happening, Three quarterbacks getting hit and hit 60 times. Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta happen. So or being sacked 60 times. I would say. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the Texans. Anything else that we missed with them? I, I just think their offense will be, if Will Fuller comes back healthy, oh, right. we're just talking about how we've heard good things about Kiki QT, how he's got good chemistry with mm-hmm. Watson. But again, OTAs, everyone's got good chemistry right now. And then, like I've said before, I think they have the best receiver in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. Right. So I think that offense could be pretty high-powered. And if they get Foreman back in the backfield with pairing with Lamar Miller, like that might work out really well. So A lot of potential there. Exactly. Yeah, sweet. Well, I guess we'll finish this division off with the Colts. The Baltimore Colts. I mean, 
the Indiana, Indiana Colts. Oh, Indianapolis Colts. Indiana Colts. <laughs> I remember listening to listening to the Fan 960 one day, and they they were talking about the Pacers, but they called them the Indianapolis Pacers. Oh, really? The Indi- so, whenever there's teams from there, I always like try to flip that. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Colts, uh, they were really good last year until they ran into the Chiefs. The Chiefs in the playoffs, but um so the Colts added Devin Funches who I still kind of have some I don't know if it's high hopes, but I have hopes. Cuz yeah. he had some flashes like just as recently last year wasn't so good, but the year before he had close to a thousand yards receiving and um, close to ten touchdowns that year. Um, mm-hmm. He actually had a pretty good year with the um, Panthers, so put him with and Andrew I Luck. Like, I don't feel like there's a clear number two wide receiver on this team. Yeah, what I've like, seen. I feel like he's in competition for that spot. Like I think Hilton's your number one. I guess Ebron could be your number two or Doyle. I don't know who. But like, if we're talking just wide receivers, I think that number two wide receiver slot. Is up for grabs. Yeah, I've seen that their depth chart. He's listed there, like, and they really like him and want him. Well, they want to put him there, basically. So, mm. um, they, they had also, Spencer Ware, but yeah, that's probably nothing because that they running back a lot of running backs. Cool. And they added Justin Houston. Now, Justin Houston. I don't mind that. that that's okay, but. I thought he was a lot older than he is. He's 30 years old, which isn't old, but for some reason I was thinking he was like late 30s. Oh, okay. But Yeah, I he, thought he was older too. He had nine sacks last year. So um, anyway, he'll just help out that defense, obviously, rushing the, rushing the passer, if anything else. Yeah. Um, I didn't really write down any – people they lost of note did you have any i didn't have anybody yeah i i thought that really funches and houston were the guys that were Mm -hmm. uh the big names yeah i agree with you i feel like and i i guess you could say like a guy they got back was andrew luck like i feel like we got to see him healthy again and and how good he can be right when he is healthy also he's like basically the opposite of deshaun watson i felt like he never got hit this past year so Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they should be another really good team this year. Um, you know, their defense was pretty good. Uh, Darius Leonard was, like we talked about him, um, I think in episode one or whenever, but just a great fantasy pickup by myself. But, I mean, congrats! he's one of the best linebackers in the league already after his rookie year. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, we can move on to their draft, I guess. Um so they traded back out of the first round, if I remember right. And they ended up yeah. with a few extra picks or a couple picks. And uh, so first they got Rocky Sin, defensive back out of Temple. Yeah. Temple. Temple. Yeah. Um, and this was a guy I saw going in the first round. Yeah. So him falling to them in the second round is pretty good for them. So some of the stuff I saw on him was it said like um, 
He's got strength, toughness, and feet to go from shadowing presence to a more disruptive one as a press man corner. Um, it says right, like right now it said like he kind of lacks some of his technique. Um, but they said like, as he gains experience and more development in the league with some coaching, uh, mm. he's going to be a future starter for sure. Yeah. I read that, uh, he's more of a man cover guy and the Colts play a lot of zone, but he's a very good tackler and that's why they liked him over a guy like greedy Williams who, um, is projected or who was seen as a not good tackler. So, right. Yeah. So I think that was a good pick. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Paris Campbell out of Ohio state. Yeah. My, uh, number one pick in our fantasy draft. Who I'm actually pretty excited about because uh, my boy Chris Sims had him ranked pretty high for wide receivers in the draft. So, um, oh, nice for you. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but everything I saw in Paris was like, he's an athlete. He's, mm-hmm. he's quick. He's like a true slot receiver. Um, he's great with the ball in his hand. Um, he's a good route runner, but he can become like a more polished route runner as he gets into the league and he gets some more time. Um and he's kind of just like that gadget player that you can kind of put him in a bunch of different spots and use him, and he can be a serious weapon in your offense. So yeah. And you know what? With Andrew Luck throwing you the ball, I think he'll only develop quicker. And with targets like T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, Eric Ebron, Devin Funches, who's now there, like um, he may have opportunities where like he's not as like covered, or like he has more opportunity to uh, get open if yeah. maybe. Coverages are favored towards some of his teammates. So, yeah, yeah I think Paris okay. would be good. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen that he's basically their slot receiver. Um, he'll be the starter. So that kind of bodes well. Um, yeah, especially for my fantasy team. I need another yeah. wide receiver. I saw one, and maybe it's just the site I was reading, but one person didn't give a very glowing report of Paris Campbell. <laughs> well, we don't want to hear that garbage. No, I'm just kidding. Let's, let's hear it. Well, just what I saw was that he didn't – he's not the best route runner. Um, his hands are suspect sometimes, and they are concerned that he could just end up being Tavon Austin. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe not what you wanted to hear, but – well, that is not what but I heard here. But I've heard more good so wait, things. So you than said that. what you read said that he wasn't a very good route runner. Yeah. I see. Yeah, because what I read Weird. was that he was a decent like. This is funny. I don't know. They said he was a, a pretty good route runner, but he, like it did say he needs to become more polished in his route running. So maybe that's what they were. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they were being a little bit more like kind in the way that they worded it. Right. The one I was reading. So, but it does say that he is more of a vertical threat. Yeah. So maybe that's a nice way of saying his route running needs some work. Yes. Well, I need, yeah, but like I said, I've heard more good things than bad, so <laughs> yeah. just thought I'd highlight some of the bad maybe. But it might have just been the one guy that I was reading from, so. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It's all good. Anyway, the Colts are, are a team that I could easily see winning this division, just like I think so too. the other ones. So. And I think I've heard like Marlon Mack is going to like emerge as like a real player this year. Oh yeah. Like he's, they said like he's going to have a really good year. Andrew Luck stays healthy. Their offensive line, I guess we haven't really even talked about that yet. Is, mm-hmm. are they the best offensive line in the league? They're one of, if not the best. Yes. So 
you have a top offensive line. You've got a top quarterback. Sounds like you've got weapons galore on offense. They could probably. Big time. And, yeah. As long as. defense. And if Luck's not getting hit, like, he's going to stay healthy. So he's just going to be able to sit back there all day and let it fly. So. Right. Yeah. So this division will be very interesting. One of the most competitive, I think, in the NFL. Just all four teams could win and all four teams could finish last, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um. Anyway, that's all I had for the Colts. Anything else? No, that's that's the Colts. Okay. Well, then let's get this thing moving along here, and we'll move on to our quarterback rankings. All right. This week should be fun. Oh, boy. Is it? Okay. You want me to Who's go going? first? I'll go first. Okay, go first. Okay, so I think... I don't know the, when I formed this list. So, like, just to review, my number ten was Philip Rivers, number nine Cam Newton, number eight Deshaun Watson. I've kind of combined like my top ten list is like going into this year, but also a little bit of like who I'd want in like a fourth quarter like drive, okay, like a two minute drill sort of situation, a little mix. So, and an all time like not all not all time, but like if I was just going off of like. What am I trying to say? I guess, okay, it's Ben Roethlisberger is my number seven Sweet. quarterback. Okay. So um, I put Ben at number seven because, well, let's, some of his highlights from like this past year, uh, he threw for over 5,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 34 touchdowns. And like I feel like Ben doesn't get some of the credit that he deserves where like he kind of has like the the Manning Brady effect on some of his receivers. I feel like mm-hmm. where like you can he gets these guys and they become rock stars while they're with him. Um, and like yeah, Antonio Brown's really good, but I feel like I feel like the reason Juju was able to develop so quickly is because partially because of like having a Hall of Fame quarterback like Ben throwing to you. Yes. Um, and guys like I feel like James Washington. Like I feel like he's going to take a step this year because he's going to have Ben throwing to him. Um, and then, you know, like there's certain moments with like Roethlisberger that are like always like etched into my memory where it was like the Cardinals Super Bowl where they, he like throws that pass to San Antonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone. And like, there's an incredible catch by San Antonio Holmes. But at the same time, like that pass was placed perfectly out of the reach of the defender. Yeah. And like in the only spot where like it was just high enough to get over the defender, but also low enough for like San Antonio Holmes to get it like hands on it and then also get his feet in. Yeah. And I just, I remember when I watched that pass, I'm like, that is like a perfectly thrown ball. And so I feel like I have a lot of those moments where I watch the Steelers game and I'll see like him throw a pass and I'll be like, that was, a... and I always fall for his pump fakes. <laughs> Every pump fake that he like it's gives, I, I'm, I'm the guy like just, I'm, a, I'm right there with the cameraman looking downfield. <laughs> but I just felt like I, I, I wanted to put Roethlisberger higher, but I felt like, and I'm only going on about this because you're a Steelers fan, so I feel like I have to like Thank make you. my But I felt like there are some other guys, uh, maybe this next year, that'll have a better year. So yeah, I kind of totally. fucked him up and let him fall a little bit. But Ben Roethlisberger, number seven quarterback on my list. Yeah, I I don't really have, um, I mean, I don't really have a disagreement. Uh, he, uh, 
he did lead the league in interceptions last year. So, you know, I don't think that's a trend, but like he very well could just, you know, be more turnover yeah. prone at this point in his career. So, yeah, I, like I said, that's about where um, he ranks, I think, in terms of, like you said, going into this year. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for that in depth coverage of my boy. David. You're welcome. Uh, so, I mean, fancy that. Guess who's number seven quarterback is Tom Brady. What? Mine. Kyle, you can't be the GOAT and be number seven. <laughs> well, again. Do you know what GOAT means? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, greatest of all time. Or just a GOAT. The animal. Either way. Let's, let's hear your reason. Because my list was like, yeah. Basically, I predicated on like going into 2019 top quarterbacks list. Um, so that's why I I put Brady down here because he didn't, according to my eyes now, maybe stats tell a different story, but, you know, he didn't have an amazing year in terms of Tom Brady standards. The oh, guy's no, still you're, good. You're right. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there, there's a lot of talk going into the playoffs of, like, we don't think the Patriots can do it because Tom Brady is not the same even as he was last year. But he's we old, all what, saw what happened. 42 now? Yeah, he's old. Um, that cliff's coming. <laughs> I don't know okay, when. Okay, whatever, Max Kelly. <laughs> but it's coming sometime. It has to. It happens to everyone. 2030. <laughs> 2050 um yeah so i just think um i kind of was going between him and big ben at this spot but of course give the edge to my guy that's just Uh, personal bias but uh i might have just revealed my next week's quarterback but we all kind of knew that anyway um anyway yeah i don't know if that makes sense but i just think like he did kind of regress a little bit. Like I said, say, saying this and they won the Super Bowl, it's kind of funny and yeah. kind of makes me feel like an idiot. But Well, he didn't throw any touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But it just seemed like a rough go. But He uh, he has flashes where like he'll make passes that are like yeah. back to his old days. But like in the good old days, he would make – well, and that's the thing. Ten or twelve of those in a game, and, and now it's kind of like he's making five or four of those in a game. Just like you um, talked about with like Big Ben. I mean, obviously we all know how good Tom Brady's been, and yeah, um, I know that probably better than everyone except for Patriots fans. Yeah, <laughs> you guys owned the Steelers in his career, so. Um, but it's it's true though. Like moving into this next year, where like I I've said, I think they're going to move to more of a, like a run heavy team. And that might be because maybe Tom can't make the throws. Maybe like I don't not not that he can't make the throws. He can still make the throws, but he maybe he can't throw him. He can't make as many as he as used often. to. Yeah. So he can still make them every now and then, but they need to establish a stronger run game so that when he does pass it, you know, it's yeah, yeah. It's not like his yeah, twelfth time trying to make that pass or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. But I think too, like I think back to the Super Bowl, the pass he made to Gronk. Like I listened to an interview oh, yeah. where uh, it was Algie Crumpler because Algie Crumpler played a year there, mm-hmm. and so Algie Crumpler just kind of shared 
uh, how when he was there, Gronk was in his rookie season, and how it was just in one practice he said that him and uh, like Brady worked on like that exact route. Like he said, he saw them throw that ball like thousands of times. Okay. Well, at least hundreds of times when he was there, and so he said that was only in Gronk's rookie season. So like, I feel like too like a lot of like the passes he has and the chemistry he has with like Edelman. Oof, man, I can't even list anybody else because Edelman's really the only one there. But yeah, I feel too like it's like those throws for him aren't necessarily like the deep ball. It's kind of like almost muscle memory at this point where he's like he knows exactly where to put it right. so that nobody else can get it, but mm. his receiver can. So, but oh, anyway, yeah. the guy's still uh, the guy's still going strong. But those are kind of my reasons for putting him where I put him. Well, you're wrong, and uh, that's it. <laughs> no, just... That's fair. Um, so yeah, um, just to recap my list like you did. So I went with Deshaun Watson ten, Matt Ryan nine, Philip Rivers eight, and now Tom Brady at seven. So there you go. Good stuff, man. That's our QBs. So okay, let's tune uh, in next week for number six. Yeah, we will reveal number six where we might just have the exact same conversation, just opposite sides. Just, what? <laughs> Who knows? Who said that? <laughs> Uh yeah, so let's uh let's jump into um our dynasty league. <clears throat> we are going to recap a trade that happened, which will lead us into the team we're going to talk about. Kyle gave me Juju Smith Schuster for Quincy and Nunwa. Yeah, I really have a feeling about no, no, <laughs> no one would. No one's ever getting Juju from me, so back off. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so Jordan and Brady made a trade this week, just yesterday. Um, oh, yeah, I'm just looking at it right now. Oh, I can process it because I have a little bit of commissioner oh, power. You, nice. Should I just click on it? Process. No, I'll let it just. <laughs> it says it's going to Friday at 1.06 a.m., so it's here in about three hours. Oh, okay. Well, then. Uh, so. Okay. You want to, yeah. Yeah, Brady. Who's getting who? Brady received Dak Prescott, John Allison, and a 2020 first round pick from Jordan and Jordan got Aaron Rodgers and Josh Doxson, the receiver for the Redskins. <laughs> um, now, so who won this trade? I liked it on both sides. Um, I think I just liked it for Jordan. That's fair. I mean, I think Jordan got the better talent end and like yeah. immediate. I always impact. feel like you hear that too in like professional sports. It's like who won the trade? It's like well, whoever got the better player. Right. Okay. But I guess like uh, Brady does get that first round pick next year, which might be nice. But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's going into a season one- where he's going to want to like. Prove it. Prove something? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, too, it's like he sat back for the past couple of years and he's seen Brady win two more Super Bowls and Brady he him go to another one and, like, all this talk about how Brady's the GOAT, Brady's the GOAT. And, like, I feel like he wants to, like, maybe come back and say, like, hey, don't forget about me. Like, I'm still pretty good. Like, yeah, because it's always been I, the I'm conversation the Brett Favre him and Brady. is not here or yeah, wasn't. Right. Yeah, got run out of town. But what I liked for Jordan in this trade was 
he gets to do the stack of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, which I think would be really good for his team. Yeah, we know Jordan loves his Packers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like Jordan maybe got the better end on this deal. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and it, was, it was a good move on Jordan to weaken Brady. Mm-hmm. So that Brady won't win. That's kind of the way I see it, yeah. Because Jordan was in the championship last year and, you know, just adding a better quarterback basically will give him yeah. lots. Did you yeah. see the... Did you see the comment? I think it was Lauren. He made the comment on like our Facebook group where he said, like, just a reminder, like your 2020 pick is like worthless if Brady wins again yes. this year. And then Brady's like, yeah, like trade me any of your like your first round picks or whatever or second round. And I was like, so like so bad. I want to get on there and be like, it's a trap. <laughs> like it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. We're all gonna die. Is uh is that an indication from Brady that he's uh conceding and not going for it this year? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Think of that. He'd be so, stacked with picks, though. So yeah, he would. Um, yeah, that was the trade. Uh, I think Geronimo Allison could turn into something. Uh, obviously, having Rogers and I mean nothing much behind Adams there in the receiving core. So yeah, they have a lot of like kind of whatever guys. I guess we'll talk about the Packers at some point, but like yeah, yeah. Valdez Scantling and the Equinemius St. Brown or whoever they got. I just yeah. don't know if they have like Rogers trust yet. Maybe they need to bring back Jordy Nelson. But... Seriously. Aaron would love that. Um, so yeah, that leads us into Jordan's team, which we're going to talk about. Um, Jordan, your team is trash. Now, <laughs> hot garbage. No, no. no, his starting lineup, his starters are – so kick um, Goff out now. Let's put in Rodgers. Yeah. Rodgers and Mayfield are his quarterbacks. That's pretty good. That's one of the better ten of if Baker Mayfield continues on his on this uh trajectory he's on for sure. That's one of the better QB tandems. Whatever, mine's better. Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. Money. It's the best looking best looking quarterback tandem in the league. <laughs> That's true. You uh you have won that award. Thank you. Okay, moving um, on. Yes. No, but I think you're right. That's a very good tandem of Rodgers and Mayfield. Yeah, and uh, like that. Like you said, Goff and Flacco for his backups. You know, Goff. Goff's a guy that had. I mean, up until December last year, he was having a great year, right? So, I mean. Yeah, that's a really good number three quarterback. Yeah, for sure. And who knows with Flacco? But I mean, he's a starter, so. Good guy to have. Um, running backs. Now, Jordan has Todd Gurley, who there's some concerns about this arthritis or whatever knee injury he's got. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard, like, both sides of it. Like, I've heard mm-hmm. it's like, no, like, he's not going to be that good this year. But then I've also heard, like, no, he's totally fine. Like, we don't know where there's, like, what's why these reports are so negative. And I listened to an interview with uh, his trainer came on the Adam Lefko show and like talked. Yeah. And and he was totally like, no, he's fine. Like he's good. Like don't worry about it. Like he's going to be great. And so Yeah. Yeah. But then like you see like these videos come out and he's like limping. And so it's like, okay, like if you're fine, usually that means you're not limping, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It would be great for us if Jordan lost Todd Gurley. 
but I'm not going to wish that on him at this okay, point. I will. I will. <laughs> no, I'm, just, um, I'm half kidding. I don't know. Yeah, Gurley, I mean, he's still one of the top running backs to own. So, um, and he's in a top offense. Yeah. So. Yeah. He scores a lot of touchdowns, gives, gets a lot of chances. So, Not in the Super Bowl, he doesn't. <laughs> Got him. Um, Aaron Jones, his other running back, pretty – I mean, he should be the starter there, but it seems he like should the Packers be, are still think... a little undecided between him yeah. and Williams, him and Williams. Which so. is silly because, like, I think Aaron Jones is clearly the best running back they have. Jones has shown more. I have a real soft spot for Williams in my heart because he's a BYU guy and he killed oh, yeah. it in college. But, I mean, so far in the NFL, he's just been average. So, um, so but, I mean, either way, Jordan has those both of those guys. Right? Yeah. So, whoever ends up being a starter. Um, and then he's got Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Apparently he's good. He's back. He'll be given every opportunity to get as many carries as he wants there. So. And I traded him his handcuff so right i guess either way he's good there mm-hmm. um, let's see are we still going running back do you want to go to his bench or should we go to his receivers or uh maybe let's just well one guy i wanted to mention on the bench was peyton barber uh I've heard yeah that's that, the guy i was looking at too yeah i've heard that he's going to be the starter there and given every opportunity to to be the guy until he shows that he's not so that could be another sneaky uh he had, he had some good games last year, you know, like he had he had a stretch where he was playing really well. Yeah, I've I'll be honest, I've heard Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, Bruce Anderson. I've heard like good reports on all those guys. Okay. I've also heard that they're going to bring in JJ. So Oh yeah. I don't actually know who's going to get the job there. I do think Peyton Barber is the front runner, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody else too. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move to receivers. I think. Okay. That's one of the best trios I think there. Um, I know. Uh, Devonte Adams, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. And I know we were kind of like, well, we, I don't know. Jordan didn't have the greatest draft, but I feel like the trades he made that maybe those picks were involved in really helped out his starting yeah, line. Go, like, exactly. This this trio of wide receivers, Devontae Adams could lead all receivers in fantasy football this year. Adam Thielen's a uh, a PPR machine. And then Brandon yep. Cooks is that like big play mm-hmm. goes off every week or every other week for a lot of points. So it's man, that's good. I, I think I texted him, I said I like it's just it just looks good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. So yeah, he's got some good receivers. Um, I was gonna mention, um, well, like he's got Humphreys on his bench. Deshaun Jackson's back in Philly, where um, apparently the chemistry's off the charts. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah him and Wentz are getting along just great. Um, Kiki Kuti is an interesting guy. Yeah, uh, you know with Demaryius Thomas gone down there, and uh, he could be the number two guy, and yeah. In, with the Texans and I hope not because I have Will Fuller and I'm hoping Will Fuller will be that guy yes but again the chemistry is off the charts yeah for Watson and QT so OTAs baby <laughs> um yeah so we really like his receivers I would say 
Yeah, they're uh, good, unfortunately. Uh, Let's see. Oh, tight end. He traded for O.J. Howard. Yeah, who's projected as one of the better tight ends this year. Yeah, he's young, and so like, I think for like the next five years, that's a that's a top tight end. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you look at his backup tight ends too, he's got uh, Jack Doyle, who, I mean, Ebron's yeah. there. Um, Jimmy Graham might still have something in him, but he's got. I think Jimmy Graham does have something left. Yeah, yeah. But, especially with like Rogers at like full health for a whole season. Who knows? I should trade for Jimmy Graham. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll laugh. Oh, I should your commissioner to... powers and force no, just force it, Georgian. You can have. Who should I give him? Oh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Perfect. For Devin Jimmy Bush, Graham. baby. Whatever. I'm keeping the Steelers defense. Do it. I don't know. It was after the conversation we had about them being like a. They were like projected to be like a top yeah, three. Right. Defense. I saw that they were on the waiver wire. I was like, I'm grabbing them. Snag. Um, I really like. They... Oh, I really like that he has Delaney Walker, too, on his IR. Like, yeah. So even if OJ Howard, like, because I know Cameron Braid's still there, isn't he? And I know that Jameis Winston and Cameron Braid have a, a like a yeah a good relationship. The, yeah, there's a little yeah. So let's say like OJ Howard doesn't get used the way that we were expecting him to. Like Delaney Delaney Walker is a pretty good backup. Yep. Heck, Doyle's a good backup. Jimmy Graham's a good backup, so I think he's pretty solid. Andrew Luck loves Jack Doyle. Yeah. Best friends. <laughs> um, okay, so those are the tight ends. Uh, Justin Tucker's the best kicker in the NFL behind Chris Boswell. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I think you pronounced his name wrong. It's uh, Steven Goskowski. Oh, yeah, right. Whatever. That guy always misses kicks in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I love him, but at the same time, he drives me down. That gave me so much hope when he was missing those, but didn't work out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, anyway. Tucker's a shoe in for he, – he's the most consistent kicker. Um, Vikings defense is good defense. Luke Keekley is a monster in the middle. So yeah. I was going to say Jordan's starting lineup is really good. I really like it. Yeah, Maybe one of the best. And – I could easily see it getting him another second place finish in the league <laughs> <laughs> for the for the second right year in a row me. in the third different or the second different league. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think the only thing I I saw on Jordan's team is I would agree he's got one of the best starting lineups in the league. Wide mm-hmm. receivers like those that trio like that's awesome. His quarterbacks are going to be great if Todd Gurley's healthy. That's like the best player in fantasy football. Well, it was, has been. Um, but the point I was going to make was I felt like in the draft, uh, like everybody was able to establish like the direction their team was going. And we kind of, I was kind of talking to you about this before. Right. Just the fact that like, like for my team, like I now have Dwayne Haskins, Paris Campbell, Marquise Brown. Like I kind of have like guys to like, bring up in the next mm-hmm. coming years i just i don't feel like jordan has that and i understand like he traded away his picks to like get him like that roster that he has now which you know what that may work for him and he might win it all this year but i just i i kind of looked at his roster especially like at his bench and it's kind of like oh like he doesn't really have like like you have david montgomery like yeah david montgomery in the near future is going to be the lead back there he could be a top fantasy player in the in the coming years um mm-hmm. so i just kind of felt like jordan didn't have it like he's got irv smith jr but that like as a tight end on the bench but i i don't know and like at the same time too 
a lot of the players he has are, are pretty young. So maybe he can like get by without having maybe those guys coming up in yeah. the next years. Well, yeah, but, kind of like you talked about too. He probably was the team that added like the most like, um, like current talent, like in terms of like we talked about Rodgers and Thielen, like yeah, like kind of some star guys, which yeah. you know he was in the championship last year, so might as well go for it, I would say. And yeah. I don't think it weakened him really much at all. Um, and kind of like we talked about with Brady, like obviously the depth isn't great, but that's kind of league wide. But uh, yeah, you know. If his starters stay relatively healthy, he'll have another great season. If yeah. Baker Mayfield is what we think he is, I uh, think we're just learning too that like dynasty is like a different animal than like the yeah. the regular draft leagues that we do, and and so like the team that you're managing, like you want to win now, but also like you have to have like that other mindset of like the next year always in the back of your head, right? Where it's like okay, like because like like for you. Like with everything that happened with Kareem Hunt and like Le'Veon Bell, you locked up a position where you like had maybe some insecurity um, with the yeah. players being on the field or like around for the season. So, and uh, yeah, so a part of me looked at his team and kind of thought about that, where it was like, okay, like I don't know, like, and, and you know what, like, kind of like we just said, he may not need that right now, and maybe he is in like a win now mode. Mm-hmm. So. But if he isn't, if he is in that mode, he's done a good job to get him into That's a position sure. to win, to win this year. So, second place. I mean, yeah, to win, sec- to win second place. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I think he'll be real close to the top again, anyway. So, yeah. So that so that's Jordan's team. Um, good job, Jordan. So, yeah. We. Uh, about wrapping up here, just want to read a few tweets that were sent this last week by good old Lauren McCleave. That guy um, has it out for me. <laughs> he he does. does. He's got it out for the Patriots. So he's got he's got a great conspiracy theory you, you all need to hear. I'm sure you have heard it, but um so I'll I'll read his tweets. He says Nice, except where Ben Drew said that the AFC East has been just like the NFC West. Who went to the Super Bowl last year? The Rams. The 49ers have been in the Super Bowl pretty recent, 2012. They almost went back in 2013. Cardinals won the division in 2015 and were really competitive with Arians. Yeah, the Cardinals won, like, what, 15 games or something that one year? Yeah, Um, you know what? This was a bad choice on my part to pick out that division (laughs) because right after we talked about that, I thought about a couple of things. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, the Rams were in the Super Bowl last year. I was like, oh, you know what? And like the the point he made about the Cardinals, I was like, oh, that may have been the wrong division to use as my example. <laughs> so he's got me there. That's fair. Um, so yeah, he continues. Let's just put our tinfoil hats on for a sec and talk more about the AFC East. I have a conspiracy theory that the Patriots have infiltrated the division, or at least to Miami. Kraft loves to go to Miami to have a good time. <laughs> we all love to go to Miami for a good time. Get a good crafty down there. Uh, what? <laughs> I... Um, anyway, and who is the new coach in Miami? Brian Flores. Uh, what's the exchange like? I don't know. Kraft sends some money to the Dolphins owner, and then Miami agrees to stay non-competitive, except when the Patriots come to Miami. Miami gets to win that game every year. Last year got a little dicey, so Bill B had to allow them to win that silly play and line Gronk <laughs> up at, at safety or whatever. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> but he says, I'm enjoying the show. I'm glad you guys are doing it. Thanks, Lauren. We're glad you're listening. Um, 
Lauren, I've, that's a reach, man. I've heard his theory before, but like those three teams have been, especially at the quarterback position. I know quarterback's hard to find, but like, man, you got. I think I know, but I think it's. I think that's done now. I think they all have their quarterback. Oh yeah, they all got these young guys. Yeah. Looking, I think that uh, so. I know that doesn't really answer the like the the points that like he's bringing up but i think they all have made the moves like you know what i think the jets are gonna be pretty good this year but that again mm-hmm. still doesn't answer about the past but you know what i'm just gonna stick with what i said before and you know what bill belichick's when people go to play him they do stupid things so that's fair i think it's just it's just been stupid stuff so whole time he's been there from those other teams but just an interesting conspiracy and one that i like to think that i agree with because completely how, false how else do you explain the patriots <laughs> it's the only way Alex we're the Guerrero, Spurs PEDs. no i'm just kidding we'll we'll get into that on another podcast maybe okay our patriots maybe. conspiracies but anyway we've gone on long enough um <clears throat> so i know originally we said like 30 to 40 minutes but these things are probably going to be an hour just expect oh, wow. that so um 50 to an hour, 50 minutes to an hour i'd say um but, again, these are once a week, so hopefully it gives you some good content for the week. And as we move into the NFC, we'll try to have more of the guys from the league on who are fans of these various teams. Because um, apparently we're the only fans of AFC teams. Yeah, which seems kind of odd. Jordan told me today he's been bored because he doesn't like the AFC. So, But that's just Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. But anyway, thank you for listening. Like I said, Trips Right Pod on Twitter or on the Facebook fantasy group um you can get at us let us know what you think anything you want us to talk about just let us know and thanks for listening go raptors peace